listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. That time my grandmother dragged me through the perfume aisles at Saks. She held me up by my arm, hissing, stand up. Through clenched teeth, her eyes bright as a dog's cornered in the light. She said, it's over. She said it over and over as if she were Jesus and I were the dead. She had been solid as a tree, a fur around her neck, a light-skinned matron whose car was parked, who walked on swirling marble and passed through brass openings in 1945. There was not even a black, um, <clears throat> there was not even a black elevator operator at Saks. The saleswoman had brought velvet leggings to lace me in and cooed, as if in service of all grandmothers. My grandmother had smiled, but not hungrily, not like my mother, who hated them but wanted to please and they had smiled back as if they were wearing wooden collars when my legs gave out my grandmother dragged me up and held me like god holds saints by the roots of the hair i begged her to believe i couldn't help it stumbling her face white with sweat she pushed me through the crowd rushing away from those eyes that saw through her clothes under her skin all the way down to the transparent jeans confessing hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a sunday afternoon sunday afternoon ready to do some podcasting we is uh you can find the show on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the black Test. leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh also want to let you guys know at, at teespring i mean at tea public we have a new um we have a new shirt in stock uh it's a design that says uh thanos was right with the infinity gems i bought me one already um mm. you know go cop you one we got our fetty call shirt in there plus all of the blackouts his logos and stuff um and i believe the thanos one is on sale for like another day or two mm-hmm. so you know copy while it's hot um all right guys let's get right into it well i don't know what's happening in the world so we're gonna find some things to talk about okay all and kinds of I news say, you know more than me mm-hmm. i do know a lot with these articles over here um let's see where should we start how about this killer mike got embarrassed a little bit this morning but in all fairness he did it to himself okay he was uh joy reed was minding her black ass business as a black woman in america doing her thing right yep not paying nobody no attention just living life took a selfie with two other black women in it just chilling you know and you would think well obviously that's uh there's nothing wrong with that Mm mm-hmm but you would only think that if you were not killer mike okay if you were killer mike you would say aha here is my chance to finally take her down a peg okay now to revisit joy reed was one of the people on twitter and she also has a msnbc uh show that she has on the weekend right but she was one of the people that kind of pointed out like hey killer mike um you shouldn't have went on nra tv that was bad look and 
he said to her at the time like well it's no different than when i go on msnbc or cnn and she said well actually it is we're news organizations they're a biased platform for nra and they're promoting an agenda that quite often more often than not vilifies black people and calls black lives matter terrorist organization and things of this nature um they don't defend black people who are killed by the police uh even if they're registered gun owners um you know and killer mike uh, you know said that it's a shame that adults chose to make this about blah 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 remember that apology quote unquote anyway so joy reed was on twitter um on, on instagram and she said uh and not to be outdone at glam lux and cynthia who rocked the who rocked the h&m for our elgin baylor shoot hashtag am joy hashtag glam squad now obviously that's pretty problematic because i'm sure you picked up on it right away karen right well what was wrong with that that message oh she said h&m mm-hmm yep that's right and we all know h&m is karen racist that's right h&m is a racist company that all black people are boycotting because they had an ad one time that said all black people ain't coolest monkey in the no. jungle and uh they apologized for it the store was uh uh fucked up in uh south africa or some shit i forget which part of africa but they it was fucked up it wasn't looted it looted or they was like we just gonna cost y'all a lot of fucking money right it was stop doing shit like this right and they apologized profusely or whatever well little no secret karen in the uh in the industry of uh tv h&m also stands for hair and makeup oh see i, I didn't know that. yeah you didn't know right you didn't know i didn't know that either till today okay you know who else didn't know probably killer mike killer mike did not know karen okay. even though he's been on tv many times and my thing is all black people didn't protest h&m mm, look into that killer mike responded to her instagram and said so me doing an interview about black gun ownership with the nra is quote unquote bad but you promoting a company that tagged a black child as a monkey is good cool acceptable okay okay hand sign emoji check under uh uh the thumbs up emoji shaking my head niggas and then put his hand on oh no he didn't he did that's exactly what he did karen because she travels like i said she could be at a conference or anything or well, she's doing her show right um and in this case i mean she said it was for uh El- elder uh our elgin Baylor shoot um uh, for am joy and my thing let's say she had somebody from h&m on it on her show like mm-hmm. she could have had them on her show and just took a picture with them well h&m well in this case she's saying who rocked the h&m so maybe he's saying they were wearing h&m clothing and you gave it you gave h&m a shout out okay okay i'm with you oh okay from this store okay, that's how I'm he thought mm-hmm. but we know where like like, like 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 when you went like start call like you got most- then he put the laughing emoji because he's laughing at her because you know obviously she's so stupid and such a hypocrite too now i would just say this though even if she were wearing h&m or the people in the picture wearing h&m um that is still in my opinion much less of a slight than going on nra tv who promotes killing black people i don't even know how that's the same and what it made me think is 
killer mike has been waiting since he got since he embarrassed himself on nre tv he's been waiting hoping somebody else would quote unquote mess up and he would be able to pick it apart and be like aha i got you the way you got me but the thing is he didn't get shit because it wasn't he was he was too anxious and he shot his shot before he was ready and he missed and my thing too and this and like i said maybe it's just my bias Mm -hmm. he didn't go after just anybody he went after a black woman who was minding her fucking business and that's the thing like going after black women is like the target because in general black women quote unquote aren't protected like white women you know when it comes to you know being attacked on public platforms mm-hmm. uh we'll we're, now we'll fight for each other as mass another black woman will fight for another black woman as mass but in general when a black woman gets attacked she does not get you you will get some black men that will support but not to the level as you will get for a black woman well sometimes you don't even need a lot of support because sometimes you got it right and in this case joy and reed because he not fucking with a dummy i made the time you know what i mean she went ahead and used the I her schedule used the eye agamotto and created the, the time that she needed to, to create um so she responded oh i'm sorry oh <clears throat> at killer mike h and m stands for hair and makeup mike the two women beside me in this pic did my hair h and makeup m for a shoot the blouse i'm wearing is by at norisol ferrari and i doubt you can buy it at the retail chain you're thinking of come on i got it from the designer via a stylist and here i was thinking you were an intellectual and not just the guy who hangs out in the sunken place talking guns with the nra's of quote-unquote official black guy who literally changed his last name to black yeah she, she made the time i mean and so in that case did you really need everybody to have your back i mean i'm not saying everybody didn't because everybody did because everybody's there for a clapback but i don't think she even needed people to like say nothing because she killed it so thoroughly all we had to do was just retweet the response like oh my god you know and i'm just i'm actually kind of disgusted because it's like dog despite everything with killer mike you know and you can not like his politics you can disagree with all this stuff you can think he shouldn't have went on nra tv um you think you know whatever like he shouldn't be defending bill margie to the n-word and trying to deflect it into banking black and shit like that um and i and all that i like i said i'm not demeaning or belittling anybody that disagrees with him doing those things i also think that that's weird that he does that shit but more importantly than all that stuff and i think it's getting lost in the whole discussion um and i think it's actually the most important part his son is failing math this nigga could be helping him with his homework right now checking the test you know being sure he got a good tutor getting him a tutor you know he could be doing so much for this child but he's just been sitting on the internet 
waiting for weeks hoping that joy reed make a mistake so he can call just her out like you said there are plenty of other people you could call out plenty of them some of them were men right and uh like the 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 like black progressive twitter hates joy reed because they're it's like black progressive i don't really know a lot of black people on twitter or some shit i don't know like because if you walk into a room either a most black people would either be like joy reed joy reed the lady from the news or they'd be like oh y'all fuck with joy reed joy reed her politics is mostly in line with most black people most black voters um but there's a constituency of twitter that is very like anti joy reed because they're so progressive and they were most of them were big bernie fans or at least i'm so socialist tm you know the brand on twitter Mm -hmm. that i don't like anyone who is a prominent figure who um talks about these things but i follow joy reed i read her her commentary on politics i don't know she be right most of the time it might not be some shit people want to hear but she she be right when she be like yo black people voted this way and this is why people get mad at her but being, being mad at her for telling the truth is like being mad at i don't know be mad at the sun for coming out it was the truth and my thing she's a commentary just like rachel maddow but rachel maddow get clapped and praised and yeah. you go girl all up and down my timeline whenever she quote probably the same stats and the same statistics that show and read yeah. well she's black too you know and there's this extra weight on what she says because like i said black progressive people hate prominent black leftist people that aren't all the way as progressive as them like it's just a big thing um it's why it's one reason i don't really talk about it on twitter like i don't really i'm glad i'm here to talk about it because you know it's normally rude but it's also just this like you know social media i'm gonna get retweets off of it my other progressive friends gonna come and co-sign it and you know somebody called her uncle joy in my mentions today i was like man get the fuck out of my face like <laughs> what's more anti-black and coonish than that shit um but okay cool you know what Sexist. i mean yeah just ridiculous whatever not that yeah like in that case i don't think i don't know if they ever been sexist or not i don't know um, to be honest because uh, they probably call um other people that too and yeah. like to try to imply their uncle tom that, that and i'm assuming that the person who responded was a man uh um, i don't i think it might have been a woman i can find out though give me a second i'll tell you but go ahead i'm listening and the reason why i say sex is because you're trying to demean her as a woman take her womanhood quote unquote away from her by calling oh, her man mm. uncle i see what you're saying yeah i think they were trying to use it like uncle tom but at the same time you know i also don't care to defend whatever the fuck they were trying to say correct um, and, and, and it might have been both but that's how i interpret it well you're going uncle okay what you're trying to say she's a man yeah they were saying some like you know uncle joy shit or whatever i was just like mm-hmm. you know and like i said i took it as she's a coon and i'm calling her uncle tom or whatever and i'm like y'all really have to find better enemies because y'all pick motherfuckers that in the scheme of things are not that important to to a large extent not no offense to her platform or anything but like for what you claim to be wanting to accomplish in all of america she is not the person that's gonna stop or start it come on um like there's a whole network with people that identifies left on it and you don't have as much a problem or nearly call spend as much time calling out other people but i like moments like this when um one you get reminded that she's sharp as a whip and will and and, and always keeps receipts on deck uh, and then two she's being nice most of the time 
shoot like she could be not classy about it and she did even when she talked to killer mike it was very like the two weeks ago it was very much like dog what are you doing like it wasn't a wow you played yourself idiot da-da. it was like yo what what the fuck and then he clapped back and then she was kind of like okay then fuck him but you know it's like it's so wild to to see that because like i said everybody was retweeting and, and and sharing that shit today and he basically self-owned himself well um let's see what else happened oh speaking of self-owns azalea banks is back in the news for music no she dropped a hot 16 bars instagram post damn it i know so close she was talking bad about cardi b who did drop a hot album just this friday i haven't heard it but everybody was flamed mm-hmm. all up and down my timeline has been her and drake i guess drake came out with something too i believe she's also the first female rapper to be and maybe female artist to drop an album that was certified gold um the day of the release come on certified gold mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um as always with more successful people than azalea banks she had many opinions um when she could have been helping killer mike's son with his homework working on her own music promoting the music she already has done she could have been doing all that stuff yeah she could have but instead she uh took to 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 the ground to say wow sis at i i she added her at i am cardi b congrats on your pregnancy now i can't hate on you anymore because you're someone's mom and then five laughing emojis a true blessing my most sincere congratulations to you so oh cool all right that's hey you know what congratulations you know what i mean but in a sense deleted post on instagram she shared a screenshot of cardi b's twitter profile seemingly calling her out for never responding to any of her disses so let's get this right you talk shit about me um i decide to not um respond respond because why would i which is what everybody tells everybody to do Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then you diss me for not responding correct it's a lose-lose situation and at cardi's credit um a lot of women have a lot of people have taken shots at her and musically she just seems to be like above like i'm just not my focus like you I'm, say some I'm sideways money right and, and fucking with you gonna fuck up my money right you say some sideways shit to her and she's basically like yeah well i'll just be over here getting money getting touring you know, doing, doing concerts my living my best like i didn't know she was pregnant right yeah yeah she on snl last night she really like unveiled it okay like she performed she in this uh white dress and it like was shoulders up and then it zoomed out and you see like oh she's toting a gut full of offset or one of them transformer ass niggas <laughs> one of them offset take off star screen one of them uh anyway um you know and like i said she's already had a hit with bodak yellow which was five times multi-platinum mm-hmm. um and then you know this joint was certified gold coming out the gate and so everybody's talking about it anyway so i guess you know zay is gonna talk about it, it's gonna be hating so cardi b apparently didn't respond um uh, to her um and someone um i don't even know what this tweet is from um someone named k says azalea banks has no room of validity to be talking about anyone being or not being the it girl of hip-hop when she's not even on anyone's radar 
so azalea banks took a screenshot of that i don't i'm not oh because cardi b liked that post so azalea banks says how many times i mentioned this bitch directly and she still won't say anything directly scary ass ghost written sucking and getting knocked up for leftover migos raps this girl is too autobahn avenue for her own good typical bronx rap behavior sis really got pregnant for migos leftovers i'm crying laugh my ass out bitches in the sunken place for real Mm-hmm. and then she deleted it weren't we just covering her talking about apologizing to everybody and she apologized beyonce and nick jonas and all these people that she no okay well that was i knew that wouldn't last long that's yeah i mean a lot of us were uh, rooting for her but we knew mm-hmm. it wasn't gonna happen because for a lot of people like her and like the trollish type of people they want attention and mm-hmm. so it's anything necessary to get your attention this would i just like to make note this would be uh 1655 episodes that we've done after we finish this one today okay zero talking about azalea banks music zero not once no like i said i've never heard a song of hers no nope, no nope. you we have heard a song of hers oh, i played it on the show oh, it was probably terrible zero but we just didn't talk about it. it was like oh yeah we don't like this that's the end i don't know but i gotta give her credit she finds a way to stay in the news yeah you know yeah. i listen to her album and everything she finds a way to stay in the news like i just didn't like it i was like i don't know who this is for you know yeah, i don't yeah. even see like her and cardi it, b in the same lane to be honest at least not to the point where she feel, should feel pressure of something that can only be one let me take her down like you just it's kind of like when somebody is shining they become the sun and motherfuckers just orbit around them whether it's out of hate or love mm-hmm. that you know and she's just chosen hate every time yeah and there's also one one of the things where and i think initially when we was talking about her i initially didn't even know she did music for a while because every time my name came up her music wasn't associated with it and going back yeah you did play like a song or two and like i said yeah. it just happened not to float my boat like it right. just wasn't my thing but there are people out there that actually like her music actually that's what they rock say. her shit that's what they say and you know uh she has a fan base is probably waiting on her new shit you know i would just um i I would just love to see in three months what her apology is gonna be like because that's also part of the pattern she talked shit about you for a long time and then three six months a year later oh you know actually i like this person you know uh uh, i wouldn't mind working with this person they a bad bitch da 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 like i don't know what her malfunction is but it's you know kind of predictable she i know she is somewhere killing the fuck out of some chickens in the closet right now i hope not Them poor chickens Mm-mm-mm. surgeon general issues a rare advisory more people should carry opioid overdose antidote and the first advisory from the office in 13 years um <laughs> the, the, that was what they had to say and it's, it's actually uh unclear how much that's gonna accomplish but he said uh his his his, his, his surgeon general is jerome adams a black man he emphasized the importance of overdose reversing drug naloxone uh for patients currently taking high doses of opioids as prescribed for pain individuals misusing prescription opioids individuals using illicit opioids such as heroin or fentanyl 
uh healthcare practitioners family and friends of people who have an opioid use disorder the community members who come into contact with people at the risk for opioid overdose knowing how to use naloxone and keeping it within reach can save a life so that's how many white people is dying fucking with this shit i'm not doing that it's not like heroin has never been a problem in people's communities before but this is the first advisement to ever tell people to carry the overdose drug with them you can if you want to like somebody said fuck around and do something wrong you'll be sued no thank you mm. uh yeah be careful out there Mm-mm. let the professionals stick you speaking of professionals the south carolina lawmaker pulled out a gun a loaded gun during a constituent meeting he had how was this li- i thought okay okay maybe the laws are different i, I don't know i thought guns were li- and it varies per state okay i thought say i was confused like, i thought guns weren't allowed on on property like that mm, what do you mean don't having them no 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 guns on like schools no guns on, like library you know don't they have those laws and maybe i'm going crazy well it said constituents meaning so i don't know where the meeting took place it doesn't necessarily mean oh, it took he, place he, okay so it doesn't necessarily uh mean it, it took place at like one of them capital meetings you know where they at like the the the, the state capital nothing like that right okay so could you know be that um so i don't know um somebody said it could be open care state it could because i don't live in south carolina uh the episode was brought on brought to light by volunteers for the south carolina chapter of moms demand actions for gun sense in america who said in the news release that the lawmaker laid out a loaded firearm while discussing gun safety uh in an event in rock hill let's talk about gun safety hold on while i put my loaded gun on the table this is not safe according to the group the pistol was left out for several minutes while norman kept telling his constituents that the presence of the gun made them safer the hell it did yeah representative ralph norman's behavior today was a far cry from what responsible gunnership looks like said Lori freeman a volunteer who attended the meeting uh i look forward to a respectful dialogue with my representative about common sense gun violence prevention policies she added instead i felt unsafe when he insisted on showing us his loaded gun and keeping it out on the table for much of our conversation right uh he pulled out the loaded 38 caliber smith and wesson handgun during a coffee with constituents meeting wouldn't surprise me if a lot of people jumped in the room get that shit the fuck away from me the lawmaker told the newspaper he took out the firearm to illustrate guns don't shoot people people shoot guns uh spokesperson for norman confirmed to politic well were there no other people in the room because people could have picked shot the gun anyway somebody could have walked up picked it up took it away from it could have fell anything it was loaded you could have shot it by accident in a statement sent by his office norman said he merely proved the point that guns themselves are not the issue uh during a discussion with a group of organized anti-gun activists given the scenario that if someone had walked into the diner and began to fire a weapon i told them i would be able to defend myself and them as well yes you and your one gun he said he added mental health and more importantly lack of morality is the driving force behind this epidemic guns are not the problem they love to talk about everything else except the gun why not like not that i think it's the same but why not all of them if you're willing to discuss every issue why is guns always the issue that's not on the table no matter what you know you there's there's every type of shooting has occurred 
with some of this shit on the table oh this person had mental health issues and da 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 and uh you know they they were denied at a gun check but then they daddy had a gun and they got you know it's always some shit you know and then it's always like the mental health aspect because it's um it's like a confirmation bias the fact that they did it is the reason that we go well they had mental health issues even if they didn't even in cases where no one has documented history of a person having any mental health issues right. we still go well obviously something was wrong with them they killed 14 people at the school for no reason they killed 14 people at shoney's or whatever the fuck um so yeah he recently announced that he was running for re-election this year he holds a concealed carry permit he also told the post and the curry he frequently takes a firearm with him when out in public um he also cited the shooting of representative gabrielle giffords who was seriously wounded during 2011 constituent meeting and explanation for his decision i'm not going to be a gabby giffords i don't mind dying but whoever shoots me better shoot well or i'm shooting back yeah gabby gifford didn't have a chance to draw a gun either it didn't matter they shot her point blank what did we talk and they had a good samaritan with a gun there and i believe that person got shot by the police probably did if i'm not mistaken if i'm not if i'm remembering correctly whatever happened they obviously didn't stop the shooting you know my man andy from uh three guys on always makes a great point about this even the argument of we need guns to protect ourselves from people with guns in a in a mass shooting or a public setting that solution automatically lends itself to somebody getting shot in the first place so at least one or two people gonna get shot by the time you can pull out your gun and protect you know everybody else like you the punisher and shit it's just so stupid sure is because a lot of people that are responsible gun owners in situations a lot of them will fucking run too i got a gun on me but what i'm not gonna do is add to the fucking confusion right Mm -mm. uh let's see what else uh condom snorting is the latest viral challenge for teens what the fuck is this condom snorting yes uh assume people snort snort condoms are they snorting the shit off of the con what are we snorting here rubber i don't understand um hmm what are you snorting how are you getting high i don't understand it the lubricant uh yeah i don't um yeah see what are we doing here i'm confused teens are taking an even grosser challenge in pursuit of internet fame it's making people's stomachs turn uh the latest challenge involves one percent is eating the tide pods yeah I, i assume it's a small percentage of people the latest challenge involves snorting a condom up one nostril inhaling and finally pulling it from the throat out the mouth what mm-hmm. this one's been around for years but it's now catching fire on social media um but you choke yourself like this i don't understand health authorities warn that the new game poses a real risk and can't kill people uh any anything that goes up one's nose can damage the sensitive inner lining of the nose causing an allergic reaction or resulting in infection uh wrote bruce wiley the associate professor for international health at john hopkins bloomberg school of public health yeah like someone said i hope it's a brand new after package you ain't one you done used he wrote it in a column for forbes because that's how big the problem's gotten the point two point five percent of people the condom can easily get stuck in your nose or your throat blocking your breathing and causing you to choke he added Forbes cites two cases reviewed in medical journals in which women accidentally swallow condoms developing ailments ranging from pneumonia to appendicitis 
yeah i got a feeling the way that those women swallow condoms is not, not the, like this youtube challenge though mm-mm, mm-mm. nah no no probably that's just another reason not to give a condom blowjob I, I, that, I that's probably what's happening somebody's giving the condom blowjob and most likely men dot men lie about the dick size so it probably was too loose and she ended up swallowing it well, that's a new uh that's a new wear pop a condom size men that is a new uh worry that a lot of people did not um know they had to have right Mm. a lot of people sucking dicks with condoms on them now they now they have to worry it might be one of those in a medical journal somewhere one day i know getting pneumonia from fucking the condoms coming off they got they have um dental dams and mouth dams for that too that yeah. you can use to protect your uh, yourself I'll just go with old fashioned handy jay i don't know uh even if you manage to successfully put a condom out through your mouth and held a condom up your nose would be very uncomfortable potentially quite painful would it really be worth it just to get more likes and views uh yes um so there you guys go watch out for this new fad all my condom sniffers out there nobody's doing <laughs> Mm-hmm. because out of the millions of women we found two cases those weren't even tied to the to, fad they, those were yeah, just two they, cases they were just tied to dick sucking mm-hmm. condoms in their throats and these are women that if you're trying to say men don't suck dick what is happening here mm-hmm. pretty sure some of them but you didn't report that though right because of your bias that's right keep them in the studies and statistics about this too i'm equal opportunity mm-hmm uh lord looks to get her ass beat by whitney houston fans oh okay you know lord the singer the white girl i've heard of her okay um close enough uh i know she sings that's all i know about her yeah yeah she had a a album last year she was nominated for a grammy i think uh whether it was inadvertent or no dead-eyed goth girl lord pissed a plethora of whitney houston fans off recently with a truly tone deaf instagram post well i mean what could it have been really uh-uh. you know she trying to sing some whitney mm-hmm. she uh the 21 year old singer from new zealand apologized thursday night after posting a photo of a bathtub filled with water mm-hmm. and a newspaper on this side captioned with the whitney houston lyric and i will always love you who told her that was smart i assume she did not consult anyone before posting it you know she did um as everyone knows whitney houston tragically drowned to death in a bathtub in 2012 fans of uh whitney uh got lord together quickly and came for her y'all lord just made a whitney houston bathtub joke i would say cancel her but cancel folks just end up being more successful in the long run um someone said lord just wanted to take a bath y'all uh and then they put the spongebob emoji the the pic you know i'm talking about that picture we've been breathing hard yeah i love that one and that woman that black woman that's got her hands on her knees breathing hard you know what black twitter says i think somebody found out who that woman was that was hilarious uh brandy going to lord's house after seeing lord post a bathtub with whitney photo caption open the fuck up and it's a video of a woman um 
knocking on the door how old is he how old is she because people are talking about her age in the chat room somebody said she's 21 i see 41 61 21 20, i said so in the first sentence okay the she she 21 y'all lord apologize soon after writing extremely extremely poorly chosen quote i'm so sorry for offending anyone i hadn't even put this together i was so excited to take a bath i'm an idiot love whitney forever and ever sorry again she of course had her supporters too trying to save her from the hot water she placed herself in well see now you doing it the root i mean how you not i mean hot water mm-hmm. um and then they posted lord singing um whitney houston covering whitney houston um uh i guess last year or something i don't know when she did this but they had a video of her at a concert when she uh sang some whitney which is interesting because i don't think lord got that got the range but i guess nobody does really nobody does and i think she's deeper than whitney like like mm-hmm. her vocals she 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 hits a lot the, the lower uh note range mm-hmm. um so yeah um i don't know man i'm i'm gonna be honest i'm not offended i uh, think she Oh, she's doing. I want to dance with somebody. Ah, and it's just freezing because even, even. I'm very proud of you. So yeah, they guys got it. Um but yeah i'm gonna be honest i'm not offended by it. i think she made a mistake she didn't mean to it's like an awkward choice of words and you know people just get mean and nasty as soon as they see something on the internet and it's like a reason to attack somebody but lord they never hurt nobody hey I, I you know i i don't think she purposely and strategically did that i think she did it did even that's not funny it wouldn't even surprise me she did it and whitney wouldn't even know her like would nowhere in her thought process when she did it yeah i don't yeah i just don't think yeah so people can get mad or whatever but i'm not i'm not joining them in that shit um there's an idaho um candidate republican lieutenant governor candidate who said um we should give women the death penalty for getting abortions one of the things that's weird about the the abortion thing is we already have supreme court ruling on it right it's like motherfuckers don't care they just be like man fuck the law fuck whatever it says and i'm like as much as you don't care about the already settled law do you think there's not a whole lot of women on the other side of this is like i don't give a fuck what the law said you're not making me have a baby abortion is gonna still happen yes they will they'll be in back alleys you have a lot of dead women and if i had to risk the death penalty that's fine the second part is there's no hypocrisy in abortion is murder so i'm gonna murder you if you try to have one because all life is precious so i'm gonna kill you how and now by your definition you have two dead people versus just one 
prosecutors have always focused on the abortionist said bob nonini in a statement there's no way a woman would go to jail let alone face a death penalty the statute alone the threat of prosecution would dramatically reduce abortion that is my goal always a man nonini first raised eyebrows on a divisive social issue during a monday candidate forum in moscow moscow hosted by the conservative christian podcast cross politics there should be no abortion and anyone who has an abortion should pay he said uh pressed by moderators on the nature of the punishment he nodded in agreement when asked if he supported the death penalty as a possible outcome for abortion nonini is a three-term state senator from cuer de aline confirmed he confirmed the uh position in the phone interview with the associated press is this even america cuer de aline moscow what the fuck is this that can't be in the united states it says republican lieutenant governor candidate though in idaho i don't know maybe they got some weird names to cities up there i don't know maybe they maybe the descendants of uh uh people who were descendants from russian and they lived here so he might be in the merit maybe there's a moscow idaho it might be uh several hours later nonini issued a statement seeking to take back his strict stance stance i strongly support the overturning of roe v wade that would allow states like idaho to recriminalize abortion as a deterrent however it is my understanding that in the history of the united states long before roe was foisted upon this country no woman has ever been prosecuted for undergoing abortion that is for practical reasons as well as the reason of compassion yeah but we know how you really feel though before you were able to get to your people and get this statement written up and whatnot not to mention that this isn't much better you still would like this put women in criminal consequences of this so yeah you know what i bet you this is he's probably somebody that is for children getting married too yeah very young ages yeah. he also added that his wife kathy ann does not share his endorsement of the death penalty even though both are devout catholics mm-hmm. yeah it must be nice to be white like that and just politics to you as a white woman is just kind of like oh he's so silly yes he is an advocate for killing women for abortion but i just don't i just disagree it just simply disagree well let's make some more children i'm sure they'll grow up fine in this household right and the, and the thing that kills me about a lot of people that have this stance they have family members and sometimes women them themselves have had abortions but you can pay for them though right and because you can pay for them that's cool uh but for the poor folks they can't pay for them fuck you and die have a baby that you don't want to have right um mm-mm-mm. oh the controversial judge in the meek mill case refuses to step down from the case and says that meek's two to four year sentence for probation violation was absolutely necessary oh the one that got mad because uh mm-mm. Mm-hmm. no no Mm-mm. that was retali- that was flat out retaliation yep um in turn the rapper's lawyer told the uh told um who were they talking to new york daily was it yeah ny daily news in turn the rapper's lawyer told the publication that the ruling will just proves that she has a grudge against his client this ruling from judge denise brinkley simply reaffirms the fact that she turned she's turned meek mills case into a personal vendetta in spite of recommendations from the philadelphia district attorney's office which was supported by governor tom wolf the judge continues to stand alone and support supporting officer reginald graham's perjured testimony as well as his criminal behavior that has been documented 
however brinkley denied allegations of having a personal vendetta against the rapper over their ties to philly and fa- to favor and favors this bald allegation has no basis in reality brinkley said of Meek's legal team's claims that she asked Meek to change management and give her a shout out on the boys to men remix the court has repeatedly told the defendant he cannot demand special treatment just because he has chosen to be an entertainer despite the minor setback meek's team is determined to fight for justice for the rapper according to the publication and the team i is, hope they yeah. win i hope they win i really do because it sounds like she made a judgment based off of somebody she shouldn't have it was like well fuck it i don't give a damn he lied i'm still standing by what i said mm-hmm. um i found some new heat somebody sent me this on uh twitter um and there was a song um on youtube it's just a snippet of it uh it's by durand bernard mm-hmm. um, DJ fresh, I forget who sent it to me on Twitter. I was like, you should check this out. Uh, give a signal boost. I was like, oh, this is a goddamn jam. This is a bop. <laughs> like, thank you. Might be my theme song. Right? Fuck nigga free. Like, when the whole song coming out? Come like, on. That shit was flames, dog. Um, and we need it in this time, okay? Could have used some of that this morning. That's a, uh, 
so joy and reed should have tweeted out is that fuck nigga free um <laughs> all right let's go to uh our segments uh let's move on uh let's do a little bit of fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the, the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fuck with this black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody let's see who's fucking with us today comedian gary owen and list his wife's help in calling a black comedian the n-word uh so i think what this is gary owen is like a white comic that does mostly like black rooms and stuff he's real cool with most black comedians i think he's been on kevin hart's show uh kevin hart's like real husband show or something like that i think the house husband show yeah i think he's done a lot of shit actually like i know he's been in like black rom-coms as the white friend and shit you think um, Gary Oldman, I've been. Owen, Gary Owen. Owen. Okay. Um, but um, he has a black wife, you know. So, anyway, um, over the last couple of weeks, Michael Blackson and him have been having a comedic beef. Like it's not even like a real beef. They just talk shit about each other or whatever, and um, they've been clowning each other on Instagram and you know he's got a bunch of jokes about you know you short you ugly shit like that um and i guess the last one for some people felt maybe fuck you built like a kit kat motherfucker looking like a extra in hotel rwanda all them african films and you're not in any of them blood diamond amistad hotel rwanda they you from africa come on man take some acting lessons learn how to act bitch hey see you next time we're on the road you're gonna open for me again forever my opener michael blackson little bitch motherfucker. Right. so that's uh one of their beefs then michael blackson of course responded with his own roast fuck you gary owen you nigga cracker honky bitch and whoever dick you are writing talking about it's been hundreds of african movies and i'm not in none of them when it's been thousands of white movies and i've never seen none of them in fact you've been in two black movies both of them you play the same type of nigga. The white guy that had a black friend or a black guy that had a white friend. In fact, that's your name in the movie credit. A white guy with black friend. <laughs> white people don't even fuck with you. In fact, white people have this on you just like black people have this on OJ Simpson. Then you got the nerve to say I look like a Kit Kat. Well, Kit Kat stay the same color. You don't know the other hand you're pale one day. When you're upset, you're pink. When you get a 10, you're red. And when you punch in the face, you're blue. You miss the feeling. You don't have an ass, bitch. Talk about open up, I'll never open up for you. That's another black man. So you trying to say all niggas look alike? You just want me to roast you so you can be black. You want to be black so bad, don't you? Well, fuck you, nigga. Now say it back. I didn't think so, you wet dog smelling bitch. Fuck you. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to any of this. <laughs> so it's just a joke uh between them i guess and um so he did respond back now uh he had his wife with him and it was him um basically giving his um response to um the rant that michael blackson did this is on uh facebook 
thing. Yeah, I kissed her. White guy stuff right there. He kisses. Also, I heard you said I won't say the N-word back to you. You dared me. I ain't got to say it back. My lady will say it for me. I got a down-ass chick. Michael Blackson, you punk ass. Nigga. Ho. Michael Blackson, you bitch ass. Nigga. <laughs> God, I wish I could say it. Now, maybe some dinner, baby. Who are you talking to? Who talks like that? No, I want to I eat. I'm gangster mode. It's not about you. It's about that black nigga. Okay? It wasn't about you. Let the yeah, damn dog go. Gangster mode. But don't take the dog. You took the dog. But it's gangster. So, um, that was uh kind of the the end. It's corny. Yeah, it's mostly just corny to me. Um anyway, zero to hundred Karen. Oh, this whole thing is a hundred and very confusing. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm fucked with this alpha, alpha confusion. <laughs> I I I give it um I give it like a I don't know, like a twenty five. I'm not really fucked with it, to be honest. To be honest, I'll forget about this by tomorrow. Me too. Um, I won't remember who either one of them is. Yeah, I know he also has some shit to say about Monique that I thought was more fucked up than this, but yeah, I don't really care. Mm-mm. Like he's there's a lot of black people's white dude, you know what I mean? Like a lot of like, and then also I think he does that bit uh, in clubs where he has his opener, who's normally a black person, say the n word for his closing joke, and that's the joke. So it's kind of like if in the club that shit might work i've never been in a club to see him I'm, i mean Maybe obviously he getting paid he making money he doing his thing so right obviously a lot of people find the shit to be funny so i don't i'm not really fucked with or offended to be honest by that shit but i also don't really get offended typically at doesn't that's not something that typically offends me anyway it's just more like roll my eyes type of annoyance so i would give it 25 just because it's kind of annoying and the joke's none of the jokes were that funny to me Mm-mm. you know and that they giving away that comedy for free but it's cool for free dog <sighs> let's see what else we got here um a white woman who was sentenced to three years in prison for a racist tirade appears in court with cornrows mm-hmm. maybe trying to reach the black people in the jury uh now this is by damon young from very smart brothers who says i do not know vicky momberg the south african woman sentenced to three years in prison after a racist tirade towards a black police officer so i won't pretend to know why she decided to appear at court wednesday with fresh cornrows but i got theories and suspicions so many theories and suspicions <laughs> number one while in jail she read up on the patron saint of post-racial fuck shit herself rachel dolezal and perhaps oh. hoped that if she changed her hair she could convince the judge that she's transracial and then of course the racist rant wouldn't be as racist be a racist rant anymore just an argument during space mm. <laughs> number two she wishes to start a hair braiding side hustle while in prison and is trying to advertise her talents to her potential new customer base Okay. Three, she prepared for a photo shoot featuring white women in prison with race related crimes, and the theme of the shoot is mayonnaise unjarred. Oh, oh. Number four, oh. she's trying to prove that she. Mayonnaise she's... unseasoned, mayonnaise unwhipped. <laughs> 
mayonnaise unwhipped is good for she's trying to prove that she's not racist a racist racist because her favorite movie character is cleo from set it off and this is a homage to her number five she's a long she's a long lost kardashian is trying to communicate with her kid and her cousins through telekinesis get it telekinesis with cornrows no wait you did actually get it but you thought it was just corny as fuck haha at corny okay i'm done number six she's just an entitled nasty white woman my guess is three and six but definitely just six definitely just six uh yeah i wonder if she was gonna be in court and be like um i know how i I too know how it feels uh zero to 100 i too know how it feels to be oppressed for your hair Mm -hmm. how can i be racist when i love y'all's hair so much i put it on myself zero to 100 karen yeah i gotta give her 100 we already talked about this with randolph and them so i'm not gonna do it again but kenya barris is uh plotting on leaving abc allegedly um <clears throat> he created blackish and uh and grownish. grownish so that's a huge loss if he leaves mm-hmm, because this is something me you talked about and i hope it doesn't happen but when people that that important that their hands are that uh their hands do so much the quality of the shows change when people like that leave yeah so not looking forward to her doing that but i mean to him leaving but whatever i understand you know like you gotta take a stand sometimes and you didn't do anything wrong so uh and the other you know hopefully the people's shows will be fine without them you know i hope so too um zoe saldana is back in the news yeah she's the alien in guardians of the galaxy she is the alien in guardians of the galaxy that's correct she's also nina simone in that nina simone movie where she wrote a prosthetic that made her have black kind of like a darker skin and bigger lips and stuff uh she's also kind of notoriously known for having some uh, she said uh donald trump got bullied um uh when he ran for president um and i think she was one of those i'm gonna give him a chance people after he got elected Mm -mm. and uh she's you know had some issues around race where she's kind of seen to eschew a bit of being labeled as black and she's like don't talk about me you know almost like the colorblindish thing like i don't want to talk about black or white i wasn't raised in the house where i thought about that i was just zoe and you know and i had to tell another human being that you not you know da 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 i shouldn't have to do that so you know that's her her thing until she wanted to be nina simone then all of a sudden she was like i'm black i'm raising two black sons i'm a black woman this isn't blackface it's not offensive you know whatever well she just recently came out and said she couldn't audition for some roles because of her skin race that is correct this is right this is after last year she said that uh sexism is more of a hindrance in hollywood than racism uh although zoe zaldana has starred in some of the biggest blockbusters in movies she has a hard time getting auditions uh she says this is i think it has a lot to do with race she's 39 i guess she learned a lot in the last two years color doesn't sell they hide behind that um excuse but in reality if you are in position of leadership that means that you had a responsibility to guide the narrative and reshape it and put it on the right track when you're not setting the trend then you are no longer um wait why did this move uh yeah when you yeah when you're setting when you're not setting the trend that you're no longer different than the shackles that are binding you um 
she explained that the issue was even more of a hindrance earlier in her career every time i read a script even if it was a period piece i read it thinking i was going to go after the lead role it wasn't until i would come across the introduction of a supporting ethnic role that i realized oh i wasn't even allowed to try to get that main role because they want to go traditional on the part i want i was at a very it was a very hard pill to swallow one of the things that's very interesting about this in one of the interviews she had a long time ago about it she was like i hate people that use the word ethnic and here you are you know like she's just she's a flower child you know what i mean like i think that's she's um i don't know um and and i i think for me um it's very frustrating um because we will see if she means it and if and if it's something she's just saying because she's not getting roles now my color matters Mm -hmm. you know but because uh she is of lighter skin tone lighter complexion um she would go for the roles because she thought she could get them and i don't blame her you know you know i'm like shoot for the stars i'm not mad at her for that Mm -hmm. um and my thing is that uh this is something that you've been fighting for a long time um you sound sound like sound like you've never been oblivious to you being brown uh but because you wanted to uh play the game and you know to play the game white people don't talk about race and everything's colorblind so that's what you decide to do mm. uh to play the game thinking it was going to get you roles and now you're realizing that shit still ain't getting you roles so now you've come to the reality that my color and race does matter which is something that people have probably been telling her for a long ass time yeah, I think also sometimes people feel like they can positive think their way out of racism. Like if I just don't think about it and if I just say it won't limit me, then it's like I can achieve anything I want. But we also know it's a lot because she's saying earlier in her career, she was, t- she knew she wasn't getting parts because of this. Correct. So like that, you know, you, you weren't the exception. Not like you walked in and said, I'm Zoe. I'm not a race. I'm an actor. I'm a vehicle. I can play whatever I want. Well, apparently that's not what them white folks in charge think, you know? Um, anyway, um, yeah, and that may be why, and, and there's nothing wrong with this, but why, you know, some of your, uh, some of your movies, you're not you, you're colored, like you're green or blue or whatever color they paint over you. That might be for a reason too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my country where I pledge allegiance every day since I was five to be told that I'm out there trying to pursue my American dream, that I was not a traditional American was very hurtful. I will never accept that I'm not a traditional anything. I come from where I come from. I can't change that. And you come from where you come from. But if you tell me that you were, that where you come from is the only right place and therefore I don't fit that traditional mold, let's just establish very clearly that you are the one who's wrong because everything about me and where I come from is just as right. Um, so yeah, that's being said. The actress has always been as the, seen as the right choice for Rose of Color either. In 2016, she came under fire for, uh, being cast as Nina Simone um and simone kelly the singer's daughter said of saldana's casting my mother was raised at a time when she was told her nose was too wide her skin too dark her appearance appearance wise this is not the best choice saldana herself previously admitted i didn't think i was right for the part and i know a lot of people will agree but then again i don't think elizabeth taylor was right for cleopatra either yeah both of y'all shouldn't have did it come on i mean that seems like a 
simple fix uh anyway uh zero to a hundred i'm not fuck with it all uh we will see if this is something that she's going to stand beside if all of a sudden she's quote unquote aware Mm. you know because people like like her kind of flux in and out of that we use blackness when we uh want black people to push and support our causes uh because that's one thing about black people we're very forgiving and we understand injustice when it's done against you and we will push and support you because it's not like people are going we're anti everything you do no we just don't want you saying anti-black shit mm-hmm. yeah her older comments were i felt i find it uncomfortable to have to speak about my identity all the time when in reality it's not something that drives me or wakes me up out of bed every day i didn't grow up in a household where i was categorized by my mother i was just zoe and i could have and be anything that i ever wanted to be and every human being is the same as you so to all of a sudden leave your household and have people always ask you what are you what are you is the most uncomfortable question and it's literally the most repetitive question i can't wait to be in a world where people are sized by their soul and and how much they can contribute as individuals and not what they look like i literally run away from people who use the word ethic ethnic i'm sorry ethnic it's preposterous to me there's no such thing as people of color because in reality people aren't white paper is white people are pink it is a bit ridiculous when i have to explain to a human being that is an adult like i am that looks intelligent but for some reason i have to question his intelligence and explain to him as if he was a two-year-old my composition in order for him to say oh i guess i can chill with you i can work with you i will not underestimate a human being and i will not allow another human being to underestimate me i feel like as a as a race that's a minute problem against the problems we face just as women versus men in a world that's more geared and designed to cater towards a male species that is a situation that i spend time thinking about and working towards ending that i guess we could talk about that um yeah so i'll put it this way man i'm not really offended but i'm almost never really offended by anything she's ever said um i think race is a head trip everybody's yeah. trying to make a best of their situation right and everybody trying to understand the shit as best as you can because it will it will literally fuck you up it's something that you have to embrace as a reality and if you're in denial it becomes a problem i think she shouldn't have played nina simone Mm-mm. just because i mean even it when you saw the prosthetics and shit on her it just looked like a one the movie was not going to be worth what all she went through and then two she ended up being the face of that dragging while uh there were white people behind the scenes that wrote that shit directed that shit and cast that shit um none of them should have been involved in the movie if that's what they thought was gonna pass the mustard there's so many other actresses that you know wouldn't have to and then the symbolism of it being nina simone a woman who was uh cracking these different beauty standards and shit and musically and um just socially was seen as an outcast misfit da 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 for you to then turn around and take this light-skinned actress who's traditionally pretty in the hollywood sense of pretty and then just be like um let's give her the role when there's so many other actresses that could do the role it was just always it was insulting and to for her to be involved in it was also kind of bad because i'm like you saw when you sat in that makeup chair and all the work they had to do you knew there were many many black women that could have done that you know when the family comes out and they're like this is some bullshit like you gotta know like you can you can try to talk around it all you want to but you gotta know that that shit's fucked up man so 
um but you know I, that being said i've always heard people talk about her old comments and i still even the oldest the ones we when we originally went down this rabbit hole on the show and talked about them i never found her comments to be offensive i just found her to be kind of like pie in the sky kind of hippie like i wish we could all just live in a world where this shit didn't matter we all do but we know that's not the reality of it and the thing is there's a lot of uh, people period that that actually feel the same way she do you Mm. know but me feeling one way and the reality when i walk out the door are two different things yes i wish i could raise my child and my child just be my child and that's it and nobody ever looks at the color of their skin and nobody judge them by anything else but the reality of it that's not true yeah and it's kind of like in a way kind of the case study of why you do have to raise your black and brown kids with a sense of like this of heritage and pride and and understanding the racial dynamics of the world just so they don't walk out and say kind of some i'm so like it's so basic what she's saying like i can't believe people are still hung up on race you know gender is the real problem shit like that i'm like yeah that's your parents should prepare you for the fact that you are a brown, a brown kid and you got to walk out this house one day and i don't want you being shocked that this industry is all fucked up i want you to be prepared for it right you, can, you know you can tell when people get older and they're shocked and they're meeting this shit for the first time in their 20s because right. they're they're responding and you're looking like woo, you're a little too old to be you know kind of respond but then you go oh, okay this is the first time that you actually are dealing with this so you're trying to grasp the reality trying to wrap your mind around it you know and uh and not all but a lot of children that that, that are raised in that i don't see color type of shit a lot of them grow up to to think that they're the special snowflakes and they're separate and, and all that stuff not all of them plays a factor into how they respond to black people too yeah but we've heard celebrities say worse things about a young black rich if that don't let you know that america understand black matter these days i don't know what it is don't come at me with that dumb man my life matter especially to my but look man uh your kids talk to them now like please do don't let them come out the house and be 39 still saying real basic shit about race where it's just like people it's not even people not liking it. people just roll their eyes because they're like nigga that's not the earth like what you're saying is just not real and it's right. so like of course it would be beautiful if people never ask anyone where they're from it would be but you know wonderful. what would be but you actually know it would be better than that is if i asked you where you from and you didn't have a fucking problem telling me because you knew it didn't it wouldn't matter which role you got cast in right like i wasn't gonna affect your money you know i wasn't gonna affect if i want to work with you or not is if i find out that you you know whatever because uh it's this thing in these interviews i always feel like she's kind of talking and I, I would bet the interviewers are probably white people but mm-hmm. it always feel like she's talking to a white person correct and there's a lot of black people that have that longing in us for white people to look at us and be like you know what dog um i just see rod you know i'm not gonna walk around and just be like i'm not gonna hang out with rod because he's black i don't see rod and i just see a person that does this that and the other you know one eighth inch of skin that shit you know like in the to a large part there's some part of blackness of brownness of whatever because it's white people are in charge of shit 
that does long to be like seen the way that they see their own people like right when they look at matt damon they don't see like they don't ask matt damon where he's from or Mm -hmm. anything they just see him as matt damon the person and i think when you work in an industry that is so focused on appearance so focused on um race and gender and stuff and you talk about casting roles you have to audition you're constantly being approved or disproved disapproved by these people um i really do think it's a head trip that leads you to be like i really wish this wasn't the hassle that it is and if white people would just get over being like well where are you from because we don't want you to play this role because as an actress she probably just wants to play all the roles she she feels she should be up for right just like you know every other white woman can right. walk into us particularly if you establish some of them probably don't even have to audition for the parts yeah so i mean she late but whatever um i'm not as fucked with by that one Mm-mm. so Mm-mm. um but doesn't mean y'all can't be just saying um did we talk about St- stephen clark and his 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 uh asian girlfriend apparently hated black women when there was live when he was alive i, I don't remember let me know chat room. all right stephen know. clark he got uh shot by the police uh he's an unarmed black man gunned down uh he was accused of breaking into cars in sacramento um like i said i watched the video of this one um but um apparently he was outed via old tweets as um being a self-hating black man um he went by zoe woods on twitter and he said i don't want nothing black but an xbox dark bitches bring dark days uh and that was in a response to somebody who had just said black is beautiful uh he says uh back in 2015 i don't want nothing black but an xbox 100 uh another one in 2015 black bitches and he had the emoji that equals less than and he said i don't want nothing black but an xbox so that was like his go-to move that's kind of like how uh it's kind of like uh when tupac discovered that uh (laughs) discovered how many things rhyme with uh enemies and shit um yeah here's a tweet from his asian baby mama posted at laughing at regarding black babies and another tweet she wrote about black women uh the user tweeted on thursday she also loves using the n-word noticed that steph hashtag stefan clark close on the tweet about black babies his twitter was zoe woods oh uh, okay um yeah um she put this nigga said i don't want no black baby i'm already black i don't need no black baby and he replied on god 100 um i don't fuck with black bitches they too mean only do the white bitches because they got cheese that's what his girlfriend said niggas love playing games with you but be hurt when you fuck around and run into a real one um so yeah i guess they discovered all that shit um from it and i've seen some people that were like you know i'm not marching for this nigga he hated black women and as a black woman i'm not doing this shit you know even though you look on tv and there's still a lot of people marching for him um i've seen the opposite too which is like you know it shouldn't be about whether he was saying shit it's just about we can agree that the police shouldn't be out here just killing niggas they didn't know he tweeted when they shot him you know how would they know um and yeah so zero to a hundred karen how you feel about it 
uh, a 50 i i give this uh 50 percent uh because the way i feel i don't give a fuck about what you did uh when it comes to being killed in the street <laughs> the sentence isn't death mm-hmm. uh you know but at the same time it's a lot of fucked up niggas in the st- in the world and i can say you didn't deserve to die like that but the shit you did was fucked up all in the same sentence i don't know why people act like you can't be like people act like you can't be two things at the same time a lot a lot of people function on this one track thing but i can be like i'll march with you and what you said is fucked up anybody asked me i'm like yes it was fucked up what he said but he didn't deserve to die like that i have the right to say that but i also had a right to say what you said was fucked up i'm offended and i'm not marching for you either i also have the right to say that too you know because a lot of black women are getting to the point where they're sick and tired of being sick and tired of niggas not doing right by them and just treating them like bad and treating them like shit but every time somebody dies you constantly look for us to organize you constantly look for us to put shit together you constantly look for us to to be it on the street because if we don't lord forbid if we don't do it we bitches and whores and sluts that never cared about black men when we're the only ones a lot of times when it comes to the organization and the groundwork and doing shit like that the only ones that are actually there uh hashtagging your name and being out in the street and being the forefront in the face of a lot of this shit yeah uh i i gotta go with 100 because one um obviously the police killed a, a an armed dude uh again that's always 100 for me um two this is another example of somebody who you know via police violence or police related issues around police violence has died and you look in their lives and they got other issues you know um sandra bland has some homophobic shit going on um erica gardner has some homophobic shit going on alton sterling was a if not convicted or accused rapist um like none of these people are required to be the perfect victims or whatever but even as living people the people who are here that do have commentary and do march and promote and talk those people aren't required to be perfect either and so they're not machines so if there are black women black people who go yeah not this dude i understand i but i understood all this shit you know we come on the show and we talk about it and like i said i'm not gonna, i'm not here to try to offend anybody but people do and live offensive shit all the time and no one's required to stand with them if they don't want to you know and there's plenty of people that still standing with this dude it doesn't matter like in death like the point still stands that the bigger problem is they keep killing us regardless and you don't have a chance even if you would have grown or known better or learned you'll never have that chance because you're dead correct you know um his asian girlfriend i don't know if she's a since apologize or whatever but she's raising two black kids if she's raising two kids that are fathered by him right so uh and if either one of them are a woman i mean that's some that's some wild shit them kids gonna have to deal with and you know it also bothers me because of how many black men run to women that aren't black because they share a hatred of black women and then you fucking birth black kids into this world and they got to deal with this person that if they're especially if they're a girl that hates them you know that sees them you know sees 
black women as mean bitches um you know and so you have a father that hates you because because you know that's the whole reason him running away from his own you know race um and in this case this is not a speculation he said it so you can't even pull the like well you know sometimes it's love this ain't that this is him being like anything other than a black woman is good um so yeah if either if, if either of his kids are girls that's another head trip they got to deal with and he brought them into this world dealing with that and that fucks with me even without him being killed or anything just as a concept black men that do that that shit fucks with me because i'm like what where's this supposed to go you know what i mean like i got a hateful ass person by my side and i hate you know it's like the cop and don't be a menace you know i hate your skin because it's black i hate you know i hate black niggas like you but that's your parents you know that's another reason i don't think this shit where they go if everybody was fucking each other you know we could end racism because we'd have all these biracial little babies and like yeah and then you carry your racism that you have lived your whole life onto them you know i'm ask biracial people how they were raised and how they dealt with it they family members and shit like that come on was grandmama suddenly not racist no more did she just not like your black ass and she fuck with the white kids more in your family shit like that so i mean like i said man it's it's, a, it's it fucks with me a lot because there's a lot of different things going on and at the same time i do expect people to march and not because i not i expect like y'all better but just that's what happens when you turn on the tv we we are very accustomed to doing this specifically for black men specifically you know like i said but um it, it when it's other groups though we do it too you know like i said when it's sandra bland say her name you know what i mean which oh she has some homophobic views and somebody in the lgbtq community is like man fuck that shit i'm not marching for her now you got to because you're gonna talk about a dead person like dog when they was alive they was talking about me what is that i don't know if they would have changed or not but i know that that was fucked up and i'm not required to perform for you nobody's required to perform for you you know like i don't think that this will knock down how many people march for him but you goddamn right people have every right to feel a fucking way about it we're not soldiers we're not machines we're not robots like if if black women feel a fucking way about it they should be able to and be like and that's it's complicated it's messy it's nuanced it's whatever but it's the fucking truth and that isn't that the point of all this shit about the truth you know what i mean isn't that the whole point of all this like when you talk about black lives matter then i will i would love to know that if i'm marching for you that that you understood that it mattered to you but if it doesn't i also understand people still gonna march and that's fine too you know it doesn't mean that the people marching for them co-sign his fucking hatred of black women no it does not it doesn't mean that people that say say her name with sandra bland co-sign lgbtq hey it doesn't mean that with erica garner it doesn't mean that with alton sterling like now I'm, now i support rape like it doesn't mean that and, and if there are people that are trying to spin it into that that's their own grave to dig but in general i think we should be able to talk about both without it having to be you being divisive and you fucking up the black race because you brought up that this nigga hated black women right and uh the more and more i think about it i i i, I think hearing you talk and thinking about some other things i i'm gonna go I was going to go for 100 because it's also the thing is now you have an Asian mother 
right who looks at her children as niggers right and that plays a factor too you know um and so that means that she co-signed his hatred for black women instead of being like i don't know what i don't know what he's talking about uh but i love my black kids particularly if they're through him i love my black children (laughs) you know because your children will have black in their blood and that can't be denied yeah like i said it's complicated it's just another um pitfall of being a black person or like both her kids uh are like like at least uh they appear to be boys or they'll be gender presenting boys or whatever so but even still they still gonna have issues because she gonna teach them to hate black women like it's no matter how this shit shakes out man if that's the number one thing you got in common with your mate is we both hate black women you are doing the world no fucking favor really like people need to detoxify themselves you know all these stereotypes black women mean hateful bitches this that and the other all that shit is white supremacy you absorb that shit and you put it back into the fucking earth and you get a pat on the back because people really will find common ground in hating black women with you but them motherfuckers ain't your friends or your allies you know mm-hmm. so because you let something go down and something happen they'll look at you just like they look at me and we'll both be niggas and if the best thing the woman you're sleeping with can fucking tell can if the best thing about her to you is at least she ain't a black woman what is that what kind of woman fucking would revel in that that ain't love either you know what i mean that ain't no compliment right <laughs> you know right I mean? right and a lot of times it's insulting to that woman in her race right you know and that's something that people don't want to talk about either you know if i'm a white woman and i'm sexually attracted to black men i should i love you and your people you better not come over here talking about you have an issue with black women then we got a motherfucking problem my mom's gonna be a black woman what are you talking about what i introduce you to my family is black you think there's no black women in my fucking family but that's but that's the thing that's the poison that so many black men have in us this hatred of our own women and it's like if you bring it up motherfuckers get mad at you but it's but it's a real thing and it's important and vital that we speak out against it and try to change that culture because no matter how the equation works out black women are always going to be in around a part of your life whether you're responsible for raising one whether you're responsible because uh, that's your mother whether you're responsible because your sister your cousin aunts uncles friends whatever the fuck you are going to be in someone's space that is a black woman and you harboring all this resentment and anger it's so fucking palpable and it's so toxic like everyone can sense it and uh as a black man it's, it it offends me and it senses me and it also just uh disappoints me it's sad well i've talked to brothers like this where i've been like wait a minute what are you saying like uh what is this a 90s like def jam bit like what the fuck is this like you still it's 2018 and you still out here trying to ride the black women ain't shit train like that's that's a thing for you and it's it's not common everyday colloquialisms and every it's it's everywhere um and if you don't confront it or at least discuss it then you you kind of perpetuate it you know like i'm not asking people to be saints or perfect but look at this shit that's ridiculous you know and niggas will laugh at that kind of shit and 
act like it's not a big deal while we just hurting the women in our lives with this shit you know same thing for lgbtq people like we'll do that oh it's funny because it's not me that that's what it boiled down to and then to an extension of this uh you have a lot of black women and myself included i'm i'm better than the um the older i get the more i'm not gonna say i don't care the um, i am i try not to let it affect me you have a lot of black women that will literally go out of their motherfucking way not to be that stereotype like literally the angry black woman and a lot of black women that is their biggest fucking fear in life to be called that right you know particularly out in the public out in the platform so that's why you'll have women that will will actually purposely be docile purposely not raise their voice purposely try to be calm and cool in all situations purposely try to do everything they can to please their man without showing an attitude try not to roll their eyes try not to do anything that will project any form of anger like i always have to be happy all the time or if i'm displeasing or if there's something that we're having a disagreement about i have to breathe uh, debrief um breathe deeply and calm myself down or you know or or you act like well would you would you angry you know just that constant attack and not allowing a black woman to be a whole emotional creature like she is and like a black man is allowed to be you know uh black men don't like to be called angry either but their anger is quote-unquote valid our anger is not valid and we have a right to be mad too and people act like anytime we're mad our anger is never a valid anger we don't have the right to be mad if we're not mad about you dying anything other than our mad about you dying is not a valid anger and that's bullshit you know Mm -hmm. and 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 so you have these women that actually are, are trying to live to an unrealistic expectation of not being called angry right and it's it's unfair right not to mention all the the aunties and grandmas and all the shit that these kids get robbed of because you're so busy hating yourself hating your own people hating your family your nephews and nieces and shit aren't seeing them because of shit like this like you know i don't want them around black women so now they can't be around they fucking uh family like that's like that half their family is still black correct whether whether you like it or not and that's the reality of it because the thing about uh black women is that we as a whole are some of the most loving kind gentlest forgiving people and that is something that the black community as a whole has a tendency to overlook because we're always forgiving and we're always expected to be loving and we're always expected to be forgiving of a black man regardless of how many times he fucks up how many times he says i'm sorry how many times you know baby baby please we're we're just expected to be the quote-unquote and particularly in straight relationship the good person and just accept anything because that boils back to you don't want to be considered angry yeah well also um there's this thing too where by black women being rightfully hurt and upset about these comments that they're reading about this dude they didn't have to worry about reacting and quote unquote validating these comments you know what i mean I, well, i'm not marching for him. uh fuck that dude 
oh wow so he was right you bitches da 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 like you it's like a never-ending chicken or egg type cycle where it's like uh, like salon said i got a lot to be mad about yeah you know what i i do you know because if if you really sit back and, and you think and you analyze it you go yeah i actually do have a, a lot to be mad about and actually truth be told i have the right to be mad right and that's something for black women that's constantly stripped from us the right to be mad the right to be sad the right to be upset the right to want to cuss a motherfucker out and cuss them out because they deserved it today like like you know you have a lot of women that sit in fear of men and their anger but people better realize women's anger too women have a wrath too our wrath might be executed differently but we have a wrath too and just like men affect the household a woman can affect the household too and if a woman's angry it affects and it radiates everybody around her it affects the children it affects the husband it affects all these factors but it boils down into since a woman is supposed to be angry a lot of times the things and the factors that make her angry aren't brought to the forefront a lot of times they aren't talked about they're pushed they're suppressed they're buried a lot of times for years and decades you know because you know if you bring this up this is that sensitive topic that all of a sudden cranks up an argument and you're angry again all of a sudden he uncomfortable with he don't want to address it for whatever reason it is for whatever it may be and you know you can't a woman can't be healthy like that and a woman's health actually matters and her having the right to be angry matters yeah i think well in this context about stephen clark like to me it's like it's not even his household it's not his family it's not it's like it's just people on the internet and so the same way that people rally for you because it's a it's social media we see cops shot this person let's go out and march let's prove a point there may be less people willing to march for somebody that they feel was hateful and i said i remember i made a poll about this or something or i asked the question on the show before and i really i wasn't judging anyone's answer i really wanted to know but i'm like would y'all march if it was like stacy dash got shot by the cops you know and there was some black people that was like i would have a hard time with that one or i can't see it you know what i mean like if it was somebody that legitimately walked around like fuck black people my whole life now i'm and but i'm black i get shot by the cops unjustly are people showing up you know sheriff clark got shot unjustly by some police officer didn't know who he was and shot his ass for whatever reason are we marching for this nigga because i'm gonna be honest i don't think we are so if i can admit that then i think we have to admit that all the shades of gray and all the other marches so are we marching for some homophobic person because it does come down to some do you feel right or not about it are you marching for a person that was a misogynist a massage noir like person like this i think people aren't comfortable admitting it because they like to feel like we better than that we above everything but they not they really not you know what i mean like yeah you would have some regardless but it wouldn't be the same numbers yeah you wouldn't be see the same support you Mm -hmm. know so i like i said uh i think it was eric gardner that um the woman said she wouldn't march for and we read that piece on the show and i you know while i was like you know i can understand but at the same time i get that other people are going to march um yeah. you know when it's alden sterling though you know it's a little different you know like i like so you know it's it's all that shit i, I don't really get into the 
what other people should do or should you i just know that people are going to make individual decisions yes they are and they have been and that's the reality of it and if we can't understand that then the rest is bullshit you know someone in the chat said should we um i think talking about marching or whatever and that's the thing ain't really no we Mm -mm, it's all individual ain't really no we black unity as and that black monolith shit is not true like we may have a lot of things we get forced into kind of being together on but you start talking to individual black people and you see there's no such thing as this like we all we don't have a hive mind so yeah i don't think i already think this is happening but people are more vocal about certain people and correct this dude you know it almost is impossible i the sad part to me is i as a black person do feel a level of like i don't know like i guess sadness about the idea of scrolling through some dead person's tweets to be like this is what they was on because i do remember when they when like it was white people doing it to trayvon martin right you know and i do remember when there was people trying to find shit on mike brown i get it like they are trying to make it so that i don't care about this person dying by mm-hmm. police violence because they weren't quote unquote worthy and there's no perfect victim Mm-mm. i just want to say that i think a lot of us a lot of people on each and every one of these still understand and stay and say and agree with the idea of police uh brutality and violence in our community is um there should be a zero tolerance policy on it yes and at the same time i can go but yeah this dude seemed like he was kind of fucked up right i can do both you know what i mean and i think most people can and it doesn't have to be a either or decision all right let's move into something fun before we get out of here let's do some guest the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and everybody that plays is a racist all right um all right a designer of a water slide that killed a boy surrenders to police after returning to country Mm-mm-mm. um i wonder what park this is at right couldn't have been six flags maybe six feet under the designer the designer of a water slide that killed a 10 year old boy at a kansas city amusement park in 2016 and surrendered to u.s marshals after returning to the country on monday night to the country which means they they went from states i'm assuming maybe they were i don't know um you said country like it's outside of united oh oh, okay like they meant it might have been outside the united states and came in okay they returned to america (gasps) okay this makes sense i thought you meant they returned like they left and went back to their own country (laughs) Mm, i don't know uh apparently um according to u.s marshal service the north texas fugitive task force took john schooley into custody at dallas fort worth international airport after the designer returned from china schooley 72 was indicted last week on charges of second degree murder aggravated battery aggravated endangering of a child his lawyer j justin johnson 
told abc news last week his client was out of the country when the charges were filed and he was working with counsel to coordinate his prompt return to the united states and the schoolie intended to voluntarily surrender and defend the charges against him the u.s marshal service said schoolie was being held in dallas pending arraignment and removal to kansas caleb schwab the son of a kansas state lawmaker suffered a fatal neck injury uh on a water slide august 7th 2016 wow he just now coming back to america according to kansas city police department the investigators believe the raft collided with one of the rise metal hoops decapitating the boy and badly injuring the two other passengers leaving one with a fractured jawbone and the other with an orbital bone fracture good god it's amazing how much faith we put in to theme parks in the first place i agree like oh well obviously it's safe it's like the fucking job is to be dangerous like it's gonna be kind of dangerous i still remember the fucking raft thing at uh at um the water park area of carowinds he used to always cut my hand I, every time i was on it and i'd go on there like a dummy because i was a kid but like that ain't safe Mm-mm. like i don't know put some plastic grips on that bitch i don't know what was up with that the towering water slide which was certified in the 2014 by the guinness book of world records as the tallest in the world was only in operation for six months prosecutors have alleged that jeffrey henry who co-owned schlitterbond water park and other employees of the water park attempted to hide from investigators documents detailing at least 13 people getting injured on the water slide leading up to the boys death what yep which means y'all knew it was a problem that should have been y'all should shut that shit down and find out what was wrong mm-hmm uh slick the barn water park has denied a hit documents detailing previous injuries or operated the slide unsafely ask that, them people that got injured that probably filed lawsuits that y'all probably closed or had to pay mm-hmm they could have just uh asked those people that got hurt like just put out put out an apb hey if you got hurt at the water park let us know we'd like to talk to you and see what you think about he did this guilty as fuck Mm-hmm. they came out the world worse they showed you their medical records medical bills right uh the allegation that we operated and maintained and failed to maintain a ride that would foreseeably cause such a tragic accident is beyond the pale of speculation i don't believe you. it's about fucking money nobody wanted to close it down because it's probably one of your largest uh the law we say largest slide in the world yeah money and you shut that shit down you're gonna lose money and you didn't want to uh, uh probably didn't want to do it at night probably because you can't see shit at night so it probably would have been something you had to shut down during the course of the day uh you'd inconvenience people but uh a motherfucker get decapitated dog mm-hmm. that's a problem all right well guess the race everybody white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um the the uh one suffering from affluenza white <laughs> niggas don't swim let alone one whole run own whole ass water parks white Aww. white white colonizer white water huh white uber white the correct answer is they were white nobody missed it let me uh see if i can put it on screen so you guys can see what he looked like okay um 
yeah this yeah. motherfucker staying in china for almost two, two years. years right that's di- they made it sound like oh he's just out of the country you know how it is mm-hmm. he was out there living life Mm-mm. and the thing is he probably had to use his real name trying to get back in and so he probably flagged on the database y'all like well i don't think that because lawyer said he was going to turn himself in and he came back and turned himself in ah so okay i it? thought they arrested they didn't him. catch him he really okay. did turn himself in but nigga after two years you know did this picture show up yet mm-hmm. it looks like in the movie gonna be played by um what's my man's name from uh olympus just falling oh yes start with like a g Jeff, yes i know who you're talking about he's gonna, he gonna be played by that dude in the movie yes and it's gonna be just right gerard butler gerard it's, butler it's gonna go. be it's gonna be him versus the uh the water park mm-hmm the is water it, park has bursted and he gonna get framed yes i told you to get this fucking park on doing that shit i need a beer the water park has fallen ha <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm here for it mm-hmm. a girlfriend is accused of killing her boyfriend for allegedly dumping her oh mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i guess what's good I, for the goose i mean i mean i mean what what, what, what i mean what, what did he do ain't that normally the question is asked that is normally the question that's asked a florida woman now, not is, that that's valid but i know what you're saying you know. though I, I understand so I what did he do to provoke the anger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a florida woman is accused of shooting and killing her boyfriend while he was allegedly trying to dump her damn while he was dumping her oh and that's why he probably knew she was crazy that's why people like send texts and like do these other forms of breaking up like nah what i'm not gonna do is tell you in person yeah he he had to con- he didn't even dump me in person well nigga you got heat i don't know you come on satoya johnson 30 appeared in court on second degree murder on monday in charges connected to the death of a 30 year old boyfriend alton montina authorities say they responded october 28th to montina's apartment in north lauderdale and found him dead from a gunshot wound johnson who was indicted last week by a grand jury confessed to detectives that she shot her boyfriend montina's mom francina hicks said her son was attempting to break up with johnson when she gunned him down at his apartment the mother claimed that the suspect had been violent in the past with him uh johnson's like lawyer domestic abuse mm-hmm yep uh johnson's lawyer however argued the shooting was self-defense uh-uh, uh-uh. i believe the evidence is going to clearly show that there was not any violation of the law she was simply defending herself at the time of a terrible tragedy my client intends to vigorously fight these charges i'll see y'all on snap uh Come on. guess the race karen black karen's going black for satoya johnson let's see what you guys think in the chat room black tremony black satoya black love and hip-hop florida black 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 everybody's going black everyone you guys are absolutely correct there's no white satoyas right Mm, nope at least not to my knowledge damn even her mush i look like yeah i shot that nigga you don't break up with me (laughs) nigga. I, i break up with you i break up with you and she don't have no injuries either so they gonna have a hard time selling this self-defense thing come on you gotta and do they had previous cases of her uh, uh domestic abuse for her on him oh, right yeah. you gotta do like um thin line between love and hate and like slam your hand in a 
door or some shit right so yeah this is probably something where you should have sent the text snapchat facebook dm something like nah don't you go by there mm-hmm. or you should have bought people with you someone said she kind of cute <laughs> that's what a lot of people say about crazy mm, fell in bay all right let's go to the bonus round guys <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two but will she be able to finish strongly in the bonus round now that everything is double the points double the racism you getting nervous a little bit all right good a couple faces lewdness charges for having sex in a mcdonald's oh that's right oh a right man, beside all the big macs that's not a burger king bathroom mm-hmm. humpty hump had it wrong about that it was humpty humpty a man and a woman were arrested after having sexual intercourse in the parking lot at the mcdonald's restaurant on state route 22 i wonder what kind of dipping sauce he was dipping in her you know what i mean hey i think it was mayonnaise <laughs> something white something white uh vincent e sheely jr 30 of dover and marissa mongelli 30 of danbury connecticut were each charged thursday with public lewdness a misdemeanor around 12 20 p.m thursday troopers went to mcdonald's parking lot to assist a concerned citizen damn that was at high noon <laughs> hey um y'all might want to come check this out mm-hmm. um so yeah uh they reported what, what, what's that was that point they do when you meet people up and you fuck in the vehicles bang bus uh-uh it's like uh a foreign thing dogging yes oh they, yeah they're that they had that dogging it was dogging all right um but yeah reported inappropriate behavior police said they arrived trooper saw sheely and my gelly having sexual intercourse in public view Sheely and Mongelli were issued a ticket to appear in town court. Damn, they didn't even get arrested. In town court? Where the hell is they at? Dover town court. Dover town, I guess. Okay. Guess the race. Oh, everybody white. All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Um, We can do it anywhere, black. <laughs> we can do it anywhere. Um, That would make sense Uh, for a... um for a black couple to be at mcdonald's because you know we always got that um we always had a, the black people in commercials for mcdonald's i know <laughs> that i was, know they were like gonna get that mcnugget loving yes why don't you share your love with me you got to me don't be skin yes um let's see what other guesses we got sorry got off track um <laughs> mayo sapiens white he just giving her that special sauce white oh. calvin with- i woke up and found you creeping oh girl i know your secret you're dipping on me got that mcnuggets loving you went to mcdonald's it just ain't fair why can't you share your love with me nice song but you're still not getting any of my crispy juicy mcnuggets Girl, you got a 
so yeah uh calvin would never allow this white right in front of my happy meal white white Aww. white privilege with special sauce on the floor colonizer the correct answer is white they were all white yeah they was charged with lewdness say that again i'm sorry they were charged with lewdness so that's why i said white oh because it was the charges weren't sufficient Mm -mm. yeah they also didn't get arrested right did nobody say prostitution to try to Mm -hmm. trump up them charges Mm -hmm. plus it was black people it probably been like bojangles or you know popeyes (laughs) two niggas caught fucking at popeyes right um so yeah middle of the day come on i don't know if that was like a dare or what that's a lot i thought y'all was gonna get away with that come on um when this probably wouldn't even tint it you know let's do one more you're three for three i'm gonna press your luck today see how far you're willing to go let's do it it's first degree panty larceny a long island judge got caught with his robes down to thursday after he broke into his neighbor's house and took off in possession of a pair of the woman's panties what suffolk county judge robert because Cacao or Cassell? Cacao. I mean, you go buy some drawers from Walmart. What's happening here? Um, he snuck into the East Islip home uh, around 9 a.m., but fled once he realized a 23 year old woman was inside. Uh, the woman called 911, gave them a description of him, and the cops then discovered the judge outside the home with the undies on his person. He was found with female undergarments. We don't know if these were the proceeds from the burglary or a previous bacon. Uh, maybe he's trying to put them back. I don't know. He was charged with second degree burglary. Uh, guess the race. White. Karen's going with white. Uh, let's check the chat room, see what you guys believe. White, just like them period draws he stole. Mm mm mm. That's probably, you know what? I don't know. Maybe that's a fetish. Probably get more money for those on the open market. I bet you do. White, white, tidy whitey white man that needs a new hobby white panty colonizer white panty raid equal white the correct answer is white titty residue white oh <laughs> titty residue mm-hmm. popping off the beat flavor dripping flavorless with sauce white not flavorless <laughs> uh but yeah he was white uh very very much so i mean plus i mean he was a judge so the eyes of him being black was pretty low come on <clears throat> america uh this picture show let me refresh my it's black on my screen i'll refresh oh. Oh, okay it's showing on my screen okay yeah he was uh that's him y'all out here sniffing draws i mean god and then had no to come outside mm-hmm. with the draw i mean you didn't well he didn't they found him outside of the house which mean he was trying to escape or some shit oh, and they found that he that, was in possession of the draws he didn't get rid of the evidence and they got there quickly that's mm-hmm. definitely white she mm-hmm. called it was like white woman we on the way mm-hmm. sir sir put the panty drawers down P- sir please i'm gonna need you to lay on the ground take them off of your head sir please take them off your head um yes he is mighty white all right all right let's get out of here with some sore ratchetness and wrap this bad boy up uh here we go all right.
bet when he got caught he was like who are me to judge who are me and it was like uh you are an actual judge so yes we can judge you you should have practiced better judgment uh suspect kills a man with a sword after argument in chinatown boarding house a man died in his girlfriend's arms after he was stabbed with a sword by another man following the argument in a boarding house oh. in philadelphia's chinatown Kamisha white 28 told nbc of the ordeal that it began monday around 5 30 a.m inside a boarding house on 10th and apple tree streets where she her boyfriend tyrus kitchen and tony Wu, 23 all lived according to white the men were arguing in the stairway leading to the basement of the building when Wu allegedly took out a 12 inch sword and stabbed kitchen twice in the chest oh that's right the Wu was in the kitchen basically i opened the door and they were tussling and he asked to talk to him white said after that i thought he punched him but he actually stabbed him mm. it's like it's woo motherfucker stab come on uh he died in the kitchen died in her arms mm-hmm. i'm upset i'm not angry i'm just hurt he didn't deserve it kitchen worked as a cook as well as maintenance in the past according to white he was hard working determined he had a future woo a chinese national who did previously worked on a cruise ship according to sources fled the scene and is considered armed and dangerous mm-hmm he described as an asian man standing between five foot eight and five foot eleven and weighing 200 to 230 pounds l and i officials are investigating the boarding house where the daily stabbing took place according to the investigators the boarding house is illegal if you have any information on Wu's whereabouts call the police Mm-mm-mm. i guess the wu-tang clan was nothing to fuck with apparently not all right guys we will see you tomorrow uh thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate all y'all uh, until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.